Hello and welcome to the Gambler Racing Podcast. I'm Selectabet and I'm delighted to be joined once more by Paul Gallagher, who is otherwise known as the voice of value. How's it going, Paul? Fantastic. 22 years waiting for a winner from the voice of value and qualification for the Euros. <laughs> All comes together. You've been a bit harsh on yourself there. I am, I am. Although, yeah, I dare say there'll be a few sore heads across Scotland this morning and this afternoon, no doubt. Probably some people haven't stopped drinking, I would imagine, after just 22 years. It was a long way, eh? Absolutely brilliant. I feel for the... Uh, I'm, I'm delighted for the people that have been sort of through the ringer with Scotland over the years. I'm dipping in and out of it, but I've got mates who are um, obsessed and uh, go to all the games and all that, so it's absolutely brilliant for them. And it just gives us something to look forward to next summer. Oh, a bit huge lift for the country uh, when yeah. everybody's a bit, feeling a bit down, a bit crap. So it's, no, it's absolutely tremendous. Well, hopefully good times continue this weekend. You can give us another couple of winners on the podcast to add to last week's 11-1 to winner. Yeah, pleased with that. El Presente. Um, I wouldn't say bolted up. <laughs> so, um, but it was it was a good good performance. And uh, I had Kitty's Light in the same race um, in third each way so that was an 11-1 winner and an 18-1 placed in that one so pretty happy with that uh, Perfect Myth also got place money That's right yeah Perfect Myth in the first the first race that I tipped in um, tipped that 14s and went off at 91 and came second so that was that was a good result as well actually um, should have won should have won that race but anyway we'll, uh, we'll not complain too much because it was a good uh, it was a good weekend You can Glenn was the only one that let us down with a, a, just a pretty crap performance for some reason maybe a bit too tired at the end of the season Fingers crossed it's a sign of you hitting some good form for us just ahead of the Christmas season where we all need some money in our pockets. Absolutely. Uh, so we've got the November meeting at Cheltenham over this weekend, which looks like a right good meeting as we look ahead already to the, the Cheltenham Festival. We're saying to you that you know, some people get excited about seeing their first Christmas trees and, and the windows and stuff like that. Um, I've actually seen my first Cheltenham Festival guide already. This for this season, so <laughs> plenty, plenty of people out there starting to get excited about the festival already. And uh, this weekend's meeting is going to be a good indicator for us uh, this early in the season. It is, yeah. I mean, it's a long way to go. I, I can't see any benefit in doing a, a Cheltenham preview at this uh, at this early stage, other than trying to drive people into the the bookies sort of anti post markets because you just don't know that these horses are so susceptible to injury. Um, mm-hmm. the, the the horse that I've got a small share in um, has been out for almost a year now with a sort of just a, a bit of ligament damage, but it's kept him out for a year. So you just don't know. There's no point. Um, there's no point in backing these horses at this stage. I'm, I'm not a big anti-post fan at the best of times. I wait wait until you get um, no 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 bet concessions because it's it's, it's yeah. a bit of a lottery. Yeah yeah. Um, so as I say, we've got a couple of races to have a look at um, on Saturday, both live on ITV from Cheltenham. And the first one we're going to have a look at is the Paddy Power Gold Cup handicap chase. And <laughs> looking at it, it's I guess it's a race that you just couldn't resist having a go at. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's one. It's one of these ones I like. Handicap chase. Um, plenty of uh, plenty of entries. So plenty of each way. Um, opportunities and extra places, etc. And to be fair, the bookies have been quite generous again. We're getting six places with quite a few of them. So that's one to um, try and take advantage of. That's always always piques my interest. Um, when I see the, the big handicaps like that. Um, it's it's actually really competitive. This this race you might remember. It's it was called the Paddy Power Gold Cup for about ten or. 10 years. Um, 
early 2000s onwards. And then the last couple of years, they changed it to the Bet Victor Gold Cup, which was confusing everybody. And now it's reverted back to Paddy Powers. I'm quite pleased with that because <laughs> you know where you stand. Um, it's all, it always signals the real sort of um, this, the, the, that, that November meeting in this race. It's the sort of the start of the of the proper jumps, horses coming out, um, you know, the real children contenders. Um, and so it's quite exciting. Um, the race itself, as I say, pretty competitive stuff. There's a few at the top of the market that are quite short. Um, I, well, I, I'd say short, given the number of runners, etc. Um, you know, sort of around the 9-2, to 5-1 mark, that, to me, um, is a bit short. And what it means is it opens up the rest of the, the rest of the field for us. Of those at the top, so it's the, the three I'm referring to are basically are Mr. Fisher, Simply the Bets and Saint Sonnet. Simply the Bets won at the, the Cheltenham Festival in March, um, absolutely scooshed up in one of the big handicaps. Um, so you've got it, you've got to respect that horse, but it's a hike in the weights, first time out, so you know it, it's it sort of has to go again. Um, and it might might well be that the horse prefers the springtime rather than this time of year at the start of the season. Mr. Fisher's of all the ones at the top. Mr. Fisher would probably be the one I like. I think that's a pretty classy animal. Um, but I can't be having it. It's now nine to two in the, in the betting I'm looking at. So that's mm-hmm. short. But it, as I say, it opens up the rest of the race for us. So there's a lot of familiar faces here. The likes of Al Dancer, Slate House, Good Chasers. Um, Happy Diva, who won it last year, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Last year's winner, so um, she's back in the race again, um, but off a higher mark. So it's it, again, it's, it's going to be quite quite tricky um, for her. Yeah, I've seen her old uh, friend of the podcast, Jim Delahunt. Had kind of suggested that Al Dancer might be his fancy in this one. Yeah, Al Dancer's a, a, a good beast. Um, I've had I've had problems with him in the past, so I've got. <laughs> uh, uh, no, Jim's brand new. No, uh, I'm an old answer. Um, who I uh, yeah, I just I just wouldn't trust old answer um, to get a job done, and he's he's carrying a fairly high weight. So I'm I'm looking at one that's much further down the weights. In fact, it's the bottom weight. Um, a horse called Sky Pirate from the John Joe O'Neill yard. John Joe O'Neill tends to be a trainer I avoid. I think he's a bit of a. Um, well, I'll, I'll be kind and say yeah, inconsistent. Please, please do. <laughs> <laughs> don't, want, don't want the lawyers on the phone. No, but uh, yeah, not my favourite trainer. I think that's fair to say. But um, he's, he's actually had a pretty good start to this season. Um, consistency seems to have improved a bit. He's maybe changed his training methods or whatever. Um, and this Sky Pirate's a horse I've followed for a little while. He's a bit of a cheeky character, so he's he's one you, you, you're sort of taking a chance with him. His jumping style is quite low. Um, so he takes a chance at some of his fences, but that means he's quite efficient, so he, he kind of gets him down quicker. Um, I thought last time out, I personally thought he was given a poor ride by Nick Schofield um, in a, a decent handicap chase, but I thought he should have won it. He was he was sent off favourite, um, and I think Schofield just had him in the wrong position. Didn't, it just wasn't ideal. Um, so even in the even in the, uh, the notebook again, as one to keep an eye on next time out, this is a tougher race, no doubt about it. But that, that race was um, just under a month ago. So he's had his seasonal reappearance. He's dusted off the cobwebs. He had a wind up during the uh, during the summer. So I, I just think he's potentially one that's got a bit of improvement. Still a seven-year-old, so I think there's, there's some scope for improvement there. Um, and I just thought it was a huge price. He's been backed a little bit as well, which is sort of encouraging. You like to see them uh, be nibbled at a bit in the betting, particularly from John Joe Shard, who, who are kind of quite shrewd when it comes to that. Um, and the jockey's Jonathan Burke, who's pretty capable. Um, so off bottom weight, I thought 
Sky Panic was a, a pretty good each way shout when you're getting six plays. El Presente went off bottom weight last week? Kitty's Light was the bottom weight or, or close it? to it. Um, yeah, El Presente didn't have a big weight either, but Kitty's Light was the one that I fancied off bottom weight. And, and actually, what ended up happening was he ran on pretty well um, to go past some beaten horses to get third. So that theory actually ended up playing out quite well. Okay, so Sky Pirate in the 215 at Cheltenham. Uh, currently trading around, there's still some 18 to 1 available, but I think you're advising, obviously, take as many places as you can. Yeah, I think there was. I think sixteen to one with six places um, was the best that I'd seen a few minutes ago when I checked. Um, and I think that was with Paddy Power Hills and maybe Skybet as well. Yeah, so shop around, make sure you're getting best value there. Yep. Okay, the next race at Cheltenham is the two fifty, the Paddy Power Games Handicap Hurdle, um, and you're looking at a horse that's banging form in this one. Yeah, um, an old boy actually. Um, who you would think probably wouldn't have um, significant improvement in him, but uh, the horse is Del Arca. Um, it just caught the eye last week at Newbury, ran fantastically well, um, and, and won really nicely and quite cosily, I thought. Um, he'd a, a seven-pound claimer on board, a young jockey called Fergus Gillard, who, who rode him pretty well. He, he retains the ride again today, so you're not getting the sort of benefit of... Uh, of the seven pounds because he had it last time as well, so it's sort of factored yeah. in. But even then, um, I think if he runs a, a consistent race, there's there's question marks over quite a lot of these. I thought, um, and he's he's fitting well and he's in good health. It's not the sort of horse to be holding back for a bigger day. He's eleven years old now. He'll be twelve come the festival, so it would just be a case of let's see how many decent runs we can get out of this one. So I think they'll be giving it everything. Um, and you're getting a, a decent each way price. So Del Arca for me, I thought was uh, was worth a punt each way. Probably not as confident um, about that one, but the, the, the claims are fairly obvious just because he's he's we know everything about him. He's in form, but um, yeah, a fairly solid each way selection in a, a sort of tricky race. I thought. Yeah, it would certainly make for a nice each way double. I was just actually trying to see if I could get some some prices on that each way double, but I'll maybe do that where you just give us a, a wee recap of the two bets for this weekend then. Yeah, that would be lovely, wouldn't it? Um, it'd be sure double <laughs> get November off to a flyer. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the two selections are 2.15 at Cheltenham, Sky Pirate each way, uh, 16 to 1, get your six places. And 2.50 also at Cheltenham, uh, Del Arca, and that's each way, and you're getting 8 to 1 widely available. And there's also four places quite widely available for that as well, so make sure you make sure you take advantage of that. Yep, and that's 152 to 1 double. So. Go on! That'd be nice. Definitely worth a wee quid each way, I think, on, on that one. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, good luck with your tips for the weekend, Paul. Um, that's us for this week's racing podcast. So don't forget, if you want to follow Paul, you can do so on Twitter, at The Voice of Value. And you should also check out his tips on the Mr Fixit's Tips site at mrfixitstips.co.uk. Um, and that's us for the podcast. Thanks very much for your time, Paul. And best of luck with your bets. Hey, welcome. Good luck to everyone.